Hey there guys, so I'm just going to warn you before this episode starts that it does get a little all over the place and there isn't really that much of a structure to it as you will hear uh, myself and the guest mention in the episode, but I also don't really think it matters too much because of the films that we'll be discussing today, which is Clerks and Clerks 2. Enjoy! Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I am joined... Uh, again, for the, I think, fourth time now, uh, by Tom. By Hello. Tom. <laughs> uh, I think this is the fourth time, isn't it? I think so. Oh, yeah, I think it would have to be. Yeah. Close enough, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, for this week's episode, we will be uh, talking about the Kevin Smith uh, directed and written and starring films Clerks and its sequel, Clerks 2, in anticipation of Clerks 3, which comes out this week. They're doing a third one. Uh, yes, that's why I decided to choose these ah, films right, right. for this. Uh, and also, I hadn't seen them, so it would be it's a good opportunity and a good excuse uh, to yeah. watch these films. So yeah, I, I'd never seen these films before, but they're rather iconic. They're very, like Jay and Silent Bob as characters are very much known... Like they've sort of gone beyond just these two films and have sort of become their own thing. I mean, I hadn't heard of them before, really, but they seemed familiar when I was watching the uh, the show. Yeah. Or the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll just sort of talk about, yeah, the first uh, Clerks film. So, yeah, this was uh, 1994-it <clears throat> would have been, I think. And this was at a time where, like... It, it, was, it was very much a different time because Kevin Smith uh, just decided he wanted to make films, pretty much is what I've gathered. So he just literally sold a bunch of things and then took all this money and then just used that money to make a film. It's just pretty much what he did. Which doesn't... And so he... It was like less than a million dollars. Like, this film is... Like, as... I'm sure you could tell it's very cheap and has... Uh, yeah, they have, like, two sets, and that's it. Yeah, like, the entire film takes place around in one location. It's just in this shop, and, you know, there's the video store next to it, and then that's in, and there's the outside, and that's mm. all you see. And we go to the roof at one point, but... Actually, and they go, and they go to, like, a funeral at one point as well in the film as well, I think, right? That's a, yeah, yeah. They go to Awake. Awake, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, to sort of just talk about this first film, uh, I, I recently, uh, it's, it's very much a, an iconic film of the 90s. It's, uh, it's, it's beloved by a lot of people. And it's Is it? Like, yeah, it's, oh, you don't... You I can't. I'd, I'd never heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my overall take was I didn't think it was too crash hot. I didn't think much of it. Okay. I thought, oh, yeah, it's a film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could definitely see why people why people enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's... That's also probably maybe a generational thing, because I think this yeah. came out in the mid-1990s. You know, we weren't born till about a exactly. decade later, so we weren't, you know... Uh, you know, particularly familiar with this. Um, 
and you know around this time in the 1990s you know filmmakers were uh sort of had more of an opportunity to do because to make to sort of just make films on their own and just try and sell them to studios and that way i don't think you that's really a thing you can do anymore because of just the way the landscape has changed you know it has to be yeah. through some you know disney or netflix or amazon or, or something like that whereas yeah. then you know uh, like quentin tarantino got his start you know in the early 90s as well and you know making films just with money he had you know like he uh and this is very much of that mold but this is a film that i feel like you could make it like it's not a difficult film to make so it, mm. I, I feel like it could be seen as a very inspirational film to a lot of people just because it's so simple and it's a yeah. like it's a kind of film anybody could make if they wanted to it also had a, a bit of that um like it felt kind of like home recorded almost a little bit in the first film yeah, um, the, the first... I felt like you could you could definitely tell that there was someone recording it, so it kind of gave that like you know um, similar sort of vibes like early YouTube sort of stuff and people were doing like smosh skits and things like that. Whereas um, similar sort of stuff to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, I think that's something that I definitely resonated with a little bit, and I enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the first film it has a there's sort of a charm to it of like you can tell. They don't have. They're working with what they've got. Like they don't have mass, you know, giant expensive yeah. film cameras. They just got probably got like a small, like not, you know, like a just like a a home, like a camera, like a family would own or something like that. Like they wouldn't. They don't have yeah. access to that. And I think that's sort of a problem the sequel has, where it because he had the money to you know make it how he wanted and had access. It to felt all very these overproduced. Yeah, it was overly Compared produced. Compared to what the other one was. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't look this first one has a sort of look it's also black and white which i believe was also a uh a problem which is because of the camera they had i don't think they had the money really it was a budget issue yeah because this film i'm just looking at its budget right now and it didn't like yeah it didn't have a like the budget what didn't break a million dollars like it was yeah right uh it apparently this first clerk film was it cost them like twenty seven thousand dollars was the budget on the film what the so they really and then at the box office it made 4.4 million so like it made a big profit profit. yeah massive amount of profit and yeah from what i gathered kevin smith he was just selling a ton of things like he had comic books that he was selling, you know, because he, he wanted to make money to do this. And he, 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 yeah, he just was selling a lot of things. He was making all these withdrawals of money and he, and he you know, took a big bet on himself with this film. Because, like, if this didn't make a lot of money, this didn't do well, he would be in, like, serious financial debt because of... Yeah, he would have been screwed. Yeah. He would actually have to get a freaking, um, you know, clerk job. Yeah, he would have had to get, like, a real job instead of... Because... Uh, and I think, you know... And nowadays, this kind of film wouldn't do nearly as well. You know, you, you could make a film for, you know, like, less than $100,000 and make, you know... You could... You know, like, it's not the same... We live in a different mm. era now. 
and I think this film really has a lot of I, I recently got a book all the 1001 movies to see before you die and clerks is on that list of films to see oh, right. so it really has a lot of um th- there's a lot to it and it's it, uh, for a certain generation it is iconic and it's and it, and it means a lot to people which is stra- which is kind of bizarre because it's not there's not a whole lot happening in this film really like it's not a um particularly there's no real plot it's just these characters in the location and it's just seeing how they interact with people in that well yeah with the first one it felt more like um like a bunch of skits kind of thrown together with a cohesive like a with like a storyline kind of mixed in between mm-hmm. yeah um, that sort of yeah it definitely, it definitely had that skit sort of vibe to it where it's like a like a like a sketcher like it's got like um yeah they would cut and be something different and something else and like it just cut to, you know be um uh the main character and then cut to his best friend um and he'd just yeah. be pissing off a customer things like that and it's kind of like back and forth that sort of stuff so it yeah. definitely had like a, a real skit vibe to it yeah and yeah you yeah so yeah you'd have you sort of focus between uh dante who's the main guy and you know yeah. like early on in the film where he's serve it where he's trying to sell cigarettes to these people when this guy comes in with like a card and he's trying to sell gum and and all that, and then you cut to Kevin Smith and Jay and Silent Bob, like, the two guys outside of the store, just, like, selling weed or whatever, and then you cut to Dante's friend, you know, in the video store, having an argument mm-hmm. with people, it sort of goes in between that, and, you know, the sort of uh, threads, I guess, where they sort of have moments of character, of sort of plot, and it's like, oh, you know, my, my girl, you know, like Dante's girlfriend is there and they have a scene talking about stuff and then she leaves and then it just sort of is, you know, yeah, yeah. skits in that, like you were saying before. But it definitely seems to, towards the end, kind of um, smooth out, I guess, into more of like a uh, storyline. Yeah, like by the end, sort of, yeah, stuff that was set up before starts paying off towards the end of the film because yeah for like i I mean just sort of straight up front i do really like this film but you do really yeah i i I do sort of appreciate it i sort of and and sort of the way i watched it i sort of looked at it like okay i i sort of have to be more lenient i because of you know budget constraints and like this is a first time film and i'm more like, I can see why it doesn't work for people and why people wouldn't like it, and I can sort of understand why you wouldn't care for it as much, but I, I sort of am I'm able to, personally anyway, sort of look past sort of obvious flaws with writing and character and all that and sort of appreciate it more for being, like, um, someone just trying to make something, and I, th- I think I can... Uh, sort of relate to that and I can I can give him more leeway because it's you know because of what he's working with but like it's not I think the the film isn't perfect it's definitely got some flaws and no, some things in, that I, I don't like but I think I, I think my my biggest criticism with it was I just found a lot of the jokes didn't land yeah that is uh, I wasn't really laughing a lot of the stuff the jokes were kind of they were there and they mm-hmm. they were like you could you could find the the funny in the jokes, mm-hmm. but 
they didn't make you laugh, sort of thing. Yeah, I, I that sort of, I felt that way for some of it. Yeah, I felt that the jokes, like there were some funny jokes, and I did sort of like the whole, uh, at times sort of escalation of stuff of jokes and that. But I, I mm. did sort of find like, it's also in the second one, there was some stuff where I was like, I'm not sure if I find that particularly funny like the scene in the second one where they're talking about the racist terms racist slurs and all that really i thought that was the only joke that i actually i laughed out loud over like i didn't think it was particularly bad per se it just wasn't like what well i'm trying I, i didn't dislike it i was just like okay it felt like in the second one and kind of in both of them actually now that i think about it that the jokes kind of went on a bit like yeah definitely definitely yeah dragging on a bit and and it got to a point with with both of them to be fair where i was just sort of like "Eh." i mean i get it you know can we just sort of get to the end of this and i did think the second one had funnier moments like overall like it had but they weren't as frequent as the first one which was more consistently funny to me if like that makes sense yeah, I get I get what you mean, and um, I think I think something that as well um that like because you know I I did I do fast food and I think you I don't know if you still got the big W job but uh, yes, you know you I did do retail still work yeah I do retail yeah I still am so you yeah. have the retail right so that's kind of mm-hmm. you can I feel like you can almost uh like resonate with um they didn't make too many jokes about it though about them being in retail I guess there was nothing really about that no not really um, I was or even when they did fast more. food. I was really excited when the moment they were working at um, a burger. I was like, "Mate, they're gonna make so many fast food jokes. I'm gonna be laughing." And they just really didn't. Um, not that they had to. Like, it, it's fine without them. Mm. Um, but that's something I was really looking forward to is like getting to, because like, in the first one, you got the the friend's mate who kind of just dicks around and slacks off on his job, which I'm sure is what everyone wants to do on their their job. And like the way he talks mm. to customers and stuff mm-hmm. is how I'm sure most people want to talk to customers, but they also have to put you know the customer service on. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, that's uh, I, I yeah, I, I think this definitely also yeah, as a film, you, certain people can relate to depending on, you know, your sort of if you've worked in that kind of job before. But I did also find that, yeah, they didn't do enough with those kinds of thing, those kinds of jokes and that. I, I mm. thought there would be, because you know the film is sort of talking sort of has stuff where they're like yeah you know just because they serve you doesn't mean they like you i think is the tagline or it's like something yeah yeah and uh yeah i just didn't think they did too much with that like i kind of like there's a couple bits in the film like the guy in the first one with the the milk and he's like taking up or is it the eggs he's like yeah, he's trying to find the perfect carton of eggs, and he's, yeah. like, smashing them against the window and stuff if they're not perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, I kind of wish there was more stuff like that, just sort of more weird-ass you know, fucking mental customers, because I, I imagine in fast food, you probably deal with some, some you know, interesting people. You probably deal with some druggies, actually. You, you, I have to imagine you would get a few people who are, you know, a bit... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's just like you get you get a lot of like drunks, especially especially after football games and stuff like that when there's events. Oh, yeah. They come in like hordes. Yeah, they just, just flood the Maccas. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Um, so I'm like, and, and the like, like it's like they just didn't make any. They could have like, cause they got the stoners right, and stoners are like always gonna, no matter first time jobs always like those sort of first time job areas just tend to have stoners in them all the time, right? Yeah. You know, fast food restaurants and fucking you know even retail. Imagine you'd get stoners just doing stuff like especially late at night, things like that. Yeah, we um my place we've, we've had some interesting people come in. I mean, I can't stand customers. Like, the whole customers always right thing is the dumbest crap I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and to sort of get back to the film, uh, you know, like, we, um, yeah, we sort of, yeah, we, I mean, the film is just like a day in these guys' lives. Yeah. At this shop, and that, and the sequel, I'm sort of talking about the film sort of together, because they are kind of similar in sort of how they're set up and what they do in that. Like, and... Well, the same as... Yeah, they are more or less the same in certain aspects. I mean, like, they're two... You know, it's about these two guys who work at this place and what happens in, like, just a day of their lives. And it's... Yeah, it's interesting to watch because... Yeah, like we, we were talking about before, they, they don't really make a whole lot of jokes about working in that sort of... In, like there's no, there's not that many retail jokes, um, or you know fast food jokes, which I feel like you kind of, it's sort of easy. You can make so many kinds of jokes with with those settings because of just the world we live in. Like it's not, like it's just, you know, it seemed, yeah, it seemed obvious. Like once you mentioned it, like, I I did I did sort of think like, oh yeah, there isn't as much humor about that it's more just two guys just saying things you know and the comedy comes from their interactions as opposed to the situations which sort of works and sort of doesn't work as well because i think the way the films are written the first one again i could sort of give the first film sort of more leeway because of the way it's written because, you know, it's, you know, a very indie film, you know, like, made for, like, less than $30,000 yeah. with that budget. The second one, it feels like, okay, this sort of writing style doesn't work as well. It certainly doesn't feel right with this sort of overly produced, Hollywoodized way of making a film, you know? Yeah, and especially because it's like, it's like his, you know, first film, you know, it's like one of those things where you, you kind of just got to excuse it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first, the second one just sort of is like, okay, this doesn't work. This sort of way of making film doesn't work as well because of because you, it's more it's more of a Hollywood film now, and so what you're doing with how it's written and everything isn't nearly as effective, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just like looking at the ratings on for these two films and like. Yeah, so they're very different. So the first Clerk film has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the second one has a 63%. So, you know, a bit of a, a drop. Uh, but the IMDb yeah. score is about the same. The first one's got a 7.7, and the second one has a 7.3 average. So on IMDb, they're, more, they're, rel- they're pretty close in terms of mm. ratings, but... Uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, the, the first one definitely I enjoyed a lot more and I got more out of it, whereas the second one is just sort of like, 
well, you know, it just sort of... Okay, I've kind of seen it already. Yeah, because they do the same whole thing. Like, the, the basic plot line is that, you know, he's got, um... Um, you know, the Dante, he's got the girlfriend, right? And he's got... Mm-hmm. There's another female, they get introduced. Um, and he can't decide which one. Or he ends up going, leaving his current, um, person he's, you know, in a relationship with for someone else. Yeah. And then, uh, his friend ends up calling him out on it. And... That's literally it. Like, that's... That's the plot. For both movies. Mm-hmm. They're the same thing. You yeah. know, he's got... In the first one, he's got the, um... He's got the woman, and then he tries to get back with his high school ex that he's not caught up over, and then his friend um, goes and tells her, right? And then the second one, you know, he's engaged to this Sheila, and she they're about to move through the next day, but then he finds out that he pregnant with he impregnated his boss, and then you know his friend ends up you know like getting him in trouble and stuff. You know, that's the plot. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of overdone. Mm. They did the same thing twice. Yeah. And they have the fight where, you know, he calls him out for being, like, a bad person, mm-hmm. whatever, right? And things like that. And it's the, it's the same thing. Yeah. And I guess to sort of talk about that, because I... Because we're not really going in plot order, as we usually do for this, because I feel like this is a kind of film that you don't really need to, because it just of the way it is. I don't think it matters too mm. much. So just sort of jumping around all over the place. But it's kind of interesting about Dante whether we're meant to like him or not because because the way the second film ends I'm jumping you know to the end of the second film but you know in the first film he loses both of the girls he tries to sort of do this you know sort of being with two girls type thing and he you know and both of them leave him and he's left alone but... well it's only because he cheated on the other one and the other one had sex with a corpse <laughs> yes, which is such a a weird uh, like that feels like an old like sort of like, like that feels like a, an indie type film joke, you know that she accidentally had sex with right. a, a dead body, which you know I can't like that just feels so yeah like it's it's like they're trying to be funny with it and I definitely feel like that could be like a like a, a funny joke right because I feel like they, that could be something they could do in the next freaking the, the fifth hangover, hangover movie or whatever right mm-hmm. you know yeah. I mean it fits that sort of genre but I don't think it fits the 90s indie genre sort of humor yeah I don't I, like it's not particularly funny I like I do kind of like the absurdity of it but it's not like, it's yeah. not a, an... Like, it could be, you know, a great, you know, amazing standout joke. But it just sort of is like, okay, like, it's funny, but it's not like I'm going to be like, this is one of the best comedic bits in a film I've ever seen. It's not that kind of thing. It's just sort of like... And it also doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, because I would have... Well, I mean, of course, I don't understand how, you know, people dying was, but I can't imagine, because, you know, sort of your blood stops flowing, so I would have assumed, you know, it's, yeah, it's very, it's, it's very, uh, well, actually, no, 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 well, actually, all your muscles tighten up when you pass away, right, right. so that's what would have happened, right, uh, well, actually, no, maybe they don't, maybe they loosen up, maybe it could be wrong, but, uh, it is a bit strange that the guy somehow passed away with, and kept his erection, yeah, and, because that's, doesn't yeah, make a whole lot of sense, set up earlier on in the film where he, 
He just keeps going to the counter and he keeps taking things and he pegs a porn mag into the bathroom, which I wouldn't do. I I personally would not be like, no, you're just not. Yeah, do like that. if you if like I don't know, like he's walking in with a porn mag, he just knows he's gonna go jerk off, right? Like it's like as any any employee would just say, no, I don't want you jerking off in my staff bathroom, you know? Yeah, exactly. I would not allow that. I'd be like, no, get out. And I've thankfully never had to uh, deal with that at my work. Well, there aren't bathrooms in my where I work, which is good, but you do occasionally get a little kid who just pisses themselves all over the floor, and it's a fucking hassle. It sucks. I mean, yeah, I've had, I've had like, you know, we get people doing drugs in our bathrooms. We've had homeless people bathing. Not in my one personally, but one of the restaurants owned by the same person. Mm. Yeah, I just, it's so, yeah, you just, it's just, yeah, crazy how in retail and fast food and, and these sort of, these, and the work that Dante and uh, Randall are doing in the film, you just, yeah, you just, they just, people just sort of have less standards there yeah. and just sort of do what they want and it. Yeah, it's interesting, and I just sort of think that, you know, this film, it, like, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, this film is, like, I mean, yeah, like, I, as I mentioned before, I do like it, but it definitely isn't amazing, and I do sort of think a lot, like, I do, I don't think it's, like, one of the best comedies ever, because I know, I know people, a fair, a decent portion of people would probably think that. But it is, it's just like, it's a, it's a good movie, but it's not a great comedy. Because it's yeah. not as funny as it could be. But, like, I enjoy it, but it's, it could have been better. I was sort of expecting something amazing from it. And I got something really solid that I enjoyed, but I didn't get, like, some, you know, like, uh, something that, you know, yeah, amazing, basically, is what I was expecting, and I didn't get it. I mean, it's not terrible. I, I definitely see why people enjoy the film, mm-hmm. but um, I just, I just can't find it. I don't think the jokes land. That's that's pretty much the biggest issue because I do, I do like the setting and I do like the indie vibe to it and like mm-hmm. the just the whole feel of it in general is really nice. Yeah, it works in the movie's favor, mm-hmm. but the jokes were just bad. Yeah, they were not. Yeah, no, I um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're. Yeah, and I think in the second one. It was more of a, it was more of a noticeable problem in the second one where I felt like the jokes weren't that funny, like the donkey thing. I did not think that was particular. Like at where at the end where they have the donkey and they decide and they get this guy and he and Randall he thinks that this woman's gonna like get a donkey off and like yeah like that's that's the whole thing he 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 literally like um. Hires the guy, oh, hires the donkey, right? So the Sheila would have sex with the donkey, right? Yeah. The person he was hiring, uh, I think it was like Kinky Kate or something like that. Yeah, it was something um, like that. It was like a, it was a female name, but then we learned that oh, it's not a woman doing it; it's a man. And, and it's just, uh, it's a bit strange. Like you, you, like you know, jokes like that. I feel like definitely work in certain situations. Like you definitely have, like yeah. that's a fine joke if done correctly yeah like right, like, I, like once again I, I can imagine that popping up in like the a hangover movie right like in that sort of like it's definitely fits that sort of genre of comedy but it just yeah. um didn't land i don't know 
And I, I'm not like a. There's definitely people who are way better at making like funny content and stuff like that. So I have no clue what the solution to that is. I don't know how you fix that. Mm. Yeah. Like how you make how you make stuff funny. So it's just a bit. It's it's a bit goofy for them. Yeah. I think yeah. it was they were kind of just flawed anyway. If they're just not naturally funny people. I feel like they're just kind of at a disadvantage. Yeah, I think that's a sort of a thing with Kevin Smith is these films, I think, and these are the only films of his I've seen that he's directed and written. But I, uh, yeah, he's not particularly, and from what I know of his other films, is he's not a particularly great director. Like, he sort of, he's this sort of, he doesn't give actors direction for lines and moments and scenes. He just sort of is like, he sort of has them read the script and then perform it, but and he doesn't give direction on what they should be doing or anything like that. Fair enough. So, and I think, and so he's apparently not a great director to work with, depending on who you are, of course. I guess, since we are sort of talking about Kevin Smith, uh, he's Silent Bob, and there's Jay, and they're the two guys outside of the store. Uh, they're not in it as much as I kind of assumed they would have been, considering how sort of cultural they are. Like they're sort of the the, the iconic part of this film for uh, you know a lot of people, and. That, yeah, they're not really in it a whole lot. They're not even in the second film that much either, and I don't, I don't really understand why they're particularly beloved. Like, yeah, like they're like they're like they're a, like a, a, a cult. yeah, for like someone who's like they're a cult favorite, but they have like like not that many like they don't have much to do with the the whole plot, the whole show yeah. in general, really. They make a few gags, and they have, like, one gag at the end. Yeah, and, and that, this is in... But they're, they're, they're... Sorry, yeah. Sorry, and, like, because they're in both films, and, yeah, they're, they're not really in the first film that much. In fact, in the first film, they are just standing outside of the store, and they're, like, selling weed to people, and then there's a bit where they start, like, dancing. And that's it, really. Like, they're not in it a whole lot. Like, and then they make them more of a part of the second film, but they're just... I don't think they're particularly, like... Like in the second film where they do the science where um, Jay starts doing the Buffalo Bill. Have you seen Science of the Lambs? No, I have not. Okay. Well, there's a bit in that film where one of the character where a character uh, is doing like this sort of weird, de- like de- like when um in the second film when Bob puts on this music and then uh, Jay starts putting on lip balm and he's like talking at the camera and all that and then we see him later he's got like his dick in between his legs and that and he's like holding his arms up that's a thing from Silence of the Lambs. Which I don't really understand right. why that's in there, because it doesn't do anything. Right. It doesn't mean anything. It's just like oh, oh film yeah, yeah. reference. Where he's doing like the where he's doing like the uh, vagina thing. Yeah, I don't really he's understand. In between his legs. Yeah, I don't really understand why that's there. It just is sort of like yeah. oh, I've seen movies. Here's a movie rap. Like it, it just feels like very. Uh, I don't know. It feels kind of on brand for those characters, right? <clears throat> it feels like something that they would do, but. 
like at the same time, it's also a bit like um like it's not why? necessary though. Yeah, I mean, I don't think those I don't think those characters are necessary at all. N- no, not really. They don't really. They're not even um. Yeah, they don't. Like, they're not even that. They're not even that good comic relief. I'll be honest. No, they're not. They are the part that I'm sort of. Yeah, like I don't really get why they're there and why they became these massive sort of cultural icons of the '90s. Like they've had many films where they are like main characters. Like they've had their own spin-offs. And I mean, it's probably have they. Well, yeah, because Kevin Smith is Silent Bob, so I imagine it's oh, right. this film doing as well as it did probably gave, was, gave him an excuse to, uh, you know, make films where he where, and put himself as the lead, which you know, yeah. Uh, so I'm just looking at them. So yeah, there's. So I, I don't know if you're aware but this is in um sort of a shared universe the clerks films are in sort of a universe with a bunch of other films uh i didn't know that no so yeah so the view askin if view askiniverse which is the view askew universe sorry which is the uh production which is kevin smith's production company and um, yeah and so the films in the so yeah they're in this big shared universe with Clerks, Mole Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks Two, Jane Silent Bob's Super Groovy Cartoon Movie, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and Clerks Three. And they're all in this shared universe together. And right. it and so I believe that Jane Silent Bob is sort of the through line of all of these. They're in all of the films as ah, Jane right. Silent Bob. So I am, I, like, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm not entirely sure. And it feels very... Like, it is kind of contrived for Kevin Smith to be like, you know, to make himself a character and then put himself in, create a whole universe where he's, you know, the main guy in it um i'm just checking just to make sure that this is right because i'm I'm, yeah he puts himself in a lot of his own films which is something some directors do and you know sort of i guess whether they should or they shouldn't is sort of up for debate really if they're i mean i don't think it matters like i feel like it can be really well like you know in um i don't know if you've seen jojo rabbit i've seen jojo rabbit yeah with uh, i think it's tahiti Taiki, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and he he's uh, plays Hitler in that one. Or I think as well, did he direct that yeah, he... video game one, Free Guy? No, I don't think he directed. Or was he just an actor in that one? He was just an actor in that one, but he, uh, yeah, he directed Jojo Rabbit, and I built, and he direct he directed the last two Thor films, and he's in both of those as well as a character. Yeah, no, I think. There are some, yeah, directors who work well as an actor and a director, but I feel like Kevin Smith, he's not in it enough, and I don't think he does, like, he doesn't do a whole lot, and I don't think he's particularly amazing in just these two Clark films, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he plays Silent Bob, Kevin Smith plays Silent Bob in all of those films, so yeah, he, 
that's the th- sort of through line as they all take place in this um yeah sort of shared universe uh I, I guess since we're talking about it i don't think the acting's particularly amazing in this film it's very uh, in, in either of these films actually i think it's a very i'll be honest i thought it was better in the first one and then then in the second one Mm, I, th- I think the first one probably works more because of the whole because it's sort of a because um, it sort of feels more like people playing themselves really like it's not yeah and I think that works a lot better with the first one whereas the second one is like okay can we just have like some you know proper acting in this film now like can we have you know some like yeah you don't really get that much from the second one because it you sort of need acting in the second one just by the way it's made but the first one you could sort of yeah yeah i didn't think i mean i i felt like the characters were i didn't particularly honestly i didn't really care about the characters a whole lot in terms i like i didn't dislike them at all but I didn't really feel sympathy... Like, I didn't feel sympathy towards the characters, which I feel like I'm supposed to at certain points. I'm meant to be sympathetic towards these guys. And I'm just um, not. Well, the thing is, like, they kind of make it in the beginning, right, of each film. They make it seem like uh, Randall is, like, um just a slacker, doesn't do his job. And um, mm-hmm. Dante is supposedly, like, you know, the good guy, I guess. Yeah, he's the hard work. He's doing, he's doing. Yeah, he's like the one who actually does his job and has some sense of morals. But then by the end of it, it always turns out that Dante seems they kind of flip it on his head. Mm. That uh, Dante's the bad guy. He's the one cheating on his girlfriend, or he's the one who got his boss pregnant when he was engaged. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I get what you mean. Uh, but the thing is, I can't really. Like, I can't be sympathetic towards Randall either because of just the way he is and the way he speaks about certain things, you know? Like, he just isn't a character I can be particularly invested in either. So it it creates sort of a weird dynamic where I'm not particularly bothered about either of them. Like, I can feel sympathy for either of them if I'm being honest and i don't like i don't have a problem with sort of likable dislikable characters as the protagonists but it sort of feels like we're meant to like them or at least we're meant to sort of be sympathetic towards them yeah i don't i feel like that wasn't achieved particularly and like i don't think any of the characters are particularly yeah, because yeah, they got they they try to have that um like you know that character it's like they're like the character that's um like they're a slacker they've they got no direction in life sort of thing and you know the characters like that exist all the time like they are um for instance there's like you know like I think of Scott Pilgrim or like um mm-hmm. Wayne's World I think it is things like mm-hmm. that yeah. right. Similar sort of characters, and you know, Scott Pilgrim's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I've only seen like the first half of Wayne's World, but the characters are just really good. You have, you really like enjoy the characters in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I I honestly have no clue why. Like I don't know what's the difference between them. Like, I don't know what makes us like those characters more than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. 
thing. Yeah, and that's the thing is because I think in a lot of other films with unlikable protagonists or is you know we really can this I think there's sort of multiple factors you know either we we see the character and why they are the way they are or they are you know interesting or they're sort of entertaining or charismatic or whatever. Whereas with this, I wouldn't say any of the characters are particularly entertaining. Like, I, I'm not, I, like, they're not bad characters, and I don't think they're badly performed or anything, but I think that they're just not interesting, I think, and that's sort of a problem with these, and they're not, and I'm not particularly invested in what happens. I, and I, and I think, and I think part of the problem is trying to do the whole you know, Dante's got this girlfriend, and then there's this other girl he likes, I kind of would have preferred if the film, both films were just about these two guys who, you know, we see a day in their lives at their job. I think that would have been much, much better, and just seeing, like, the crazy shit that happens on this one day of their job, like, that's what I would have preferred, instead of trying to make put romantic subplots in it so yeah like um like i'm not a i'm not a like i like i, I like romantic subplots they can be good right um mm-hmm. there's definitely ones that i yeah. do enjoy yeah um but i think ultimately like everything just seems to have a romantic subplot for no good reason it's like like i know like like they did it for Comfy panda 3 i remember thinking that was just just terrible i don't remember kung fu panda 3 <laughs> i don't remember what yeah happened. that's that's fine it's a very forgettable movie it's not bad um it's the but, weakest you know, of very forgettable easily. definitely but anyway yeah no you're, yeah romantic subplots just not they need to be really done well or honestly i yeah. kind of would prefer because i hate having romantic subplots be sort of a side thing i'd i'd, I'd rather have it be sort of the main plot of a film or like you well, don't they- like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they kind of tried to make it the main plot of this film, but it was very much still... Well, it was, wasn't it? I guess it would be the main it, plot. I guess it... Yeah, but it's not really focused on that much. Like, well... Yeah. Because a lot of the film, you see Dante, and he's sort of complaining about his girlfriend, and he wants to, you know, see this girl that he used to go to school with or whatever, and he's acting all, you know, whatever about it. But it is also kind of just like, well, I'm not... You know, it doesn't interest me that much, honestly, about, you know, seeing him complaining about this girl he used to be with. Oh, and then there's, yeah, the really weird... There's a lot of, like, discussions of sex and that kind of thing in this, in these films, like, where they're talking about how many, you know, guys she's given blowjobs to and how many guys, how many women he's had sex with and all that. It's like, okay, I don't really think that's necessary to this and then this is in the first one but i really don't think it needs to be it feels kind of unnecessary because it's i think it's i i think it's sort of there to create conflict in their relationship and yeah but they could have done it just simply they could have just literally just had him you know like maybe she had a boyfriend before that he didn't know about and he could have got upset over it you know something simple like that but yeah, i feel like they went they could have done to the it. extreme yeah or they could have just been like oh he just keeps screwing up in their relationship you know he like he tries putting effort in and he tries to, to be a good boyfriend but he keeps just making mistakes and screwing things like something like that we didn't need to have this whole like oh how many you know like you didn't need to put the sort of whole a uh, sexual component to it it could have literally just been you know he's trying to 
treat her well or whatever and he's trying to be a good boyfriend and he just keeps screwing up like they could have just done that and uh like in the second one where they just have that whole conversation about you never go ask to mouth or whatever it's like that's not we don't need that yeah else. like what it's like it's not funny it came out, came out of nowhere as well yeah yeah it didn't fit and it just out of nowhere for no good reason yeah and it's not because like i'm against those things being in a film that's not my problem the problem is just it it comes out of nowhere and it doesn't really fit and it doesn't work for the like it just is sort of like and and in the second film when they're talking about it it's not even there for a reason like it's just sort of like yeah it doesn't do nothing shit they try to make it like as a funny joke, you're supposed to laugh and think, "Ha, huh, that's funny," but like it's it's yeah. not funny. And then it's like, "Oh, she actually agrees with Randall," and it's just like, "Yeah, but it's not funny," and that's the problem, and that's why I don't like it because it's just like putting something, you know, like a sexual, you know, reference in there isn't funny. It's if you need to be doing something to, it needs to be there for a reason or you know you know something like that but it's not it's just sort of like let's just put in a sec you know talk about sex because that's funny right yeah yeah it's like it's like toilet humor yeah exactly like that's not it's not it's not like you can't put it in there you just need to be funny and it, it needs to be a funny joke and it's just it's not and and that is kind of a problem again more with the second one i felt where they just have thing sort of jokes like there's the bit where um randall and he's having this argument with elias who's the other guy working there and his customer about lord of the rings and again it just goes yeah well it drags on for so long on. and like i think some comedian i think kevin smith I don't know, he probably thinks he's funnier than he is, maybe, by the fact that these sorts of... He has these jokes dragging on and going on forever, when, like... They I should... mean, though, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta imagine, though, it's gotta be hard to be funny, like, to make funny stuff, you know? Mm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that being, like, you know, easy to do, so, yeah. you know. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's not, e- it's, e- I'm not saying it's easy to do it, but I, I do sort of think that it's not, you don't really, like, that's sort of the way Kevin Smith, and, and just in these two films, the way the jokes are written, it's kind of just like, okay, we've got these jokes happening and that stuff is going on, but it's just taking, it's going on too long, and it takes forever to get to the point as well, and that's the... Uh, that's also a problem as well, is sometimes the film takes a bit of time getting to the point of a joke or or something, and it's just like, okay, I'm not, I don't really care, I sort of wanted to... Yeah, it's like, at that point, you don't care for the joke, you don't get to appreciate the joke for what it is. Like, because, yeah, we're not really, you know, we've sort of been sort of going all over the place with these two films, because it, yeah, it doesn't matter, they're two sort of, they're not films that you need to sort of yeah talk about this and yeah this sort of the films very much like i kind of i think personally sort of i had a thought while watching the second one is i really think i would have appreciated it and enjoyed it more 
if it was more like the first one, like they had, you know, the budget to do sort of like more stuff with it, but it was, but they decided not to, and they sort of be like, no, let's just do a very simple film and let's sort of shoot it the same way. Let's not have like too many massive camera tricks. Let's not have it be sort of overly produced. Let's have it be in black and white. And I think that would have worked better for the sequel. And I might have enjoyed it more if it felt more. It wasn't, yeah, it didn't feel like a massive Hollywood production. Because like, the second one didn't have a particularly large budget, but it just feels so much bigger and feels like a Hollywood film, whereas the first one didn't to me. Yeah, like, and it also flowed a lot better. It just didn't have that sort of like um, homemade sort of vibe to it. Yeah, and I think that sort of, I can, like, yeah, I can appreciate and enjoy a film more if I know, if I sort of have a context of, like, okay, this is a smaller film, so they're working with this. And I think the second one would have had the sort of the charm that the original has, if that meant, like, the first one, it's not, it just sort of got, like, the first one has the yeah, charm about it, where I'm like, okay, I can tell this is made on a small budget, they don't have a lot to work with, and I enjoy it because of that. Whereas the second one's like, okay, you had a lot more money to work with. This film could have been, a, could have been better, you know. But it, yeah. uh, it's just sort of not really. Um, yeah, it was kind of just meh. I felt, I felt like the, it was like, it's like it's it. The films are good, but I, I like like. I don't think I, I honestly I don't get the I don't get the hype behind it. Mm. Like I think they're very much. I I'll be honest. I was forcing myself to watch them. I wasn't like there was very little points when I was enjoying myself. I think the only joke I liked was the uh, porch pirates joke. Um, mm-hmm. um, but even then, so that went on for way too long. Yeah, it really, <laughs> that did too. I I was kind of like okay. I kind of I didn't have a massive problem with it beyond I was just like yeah it's I. You know, because I was just like, oh, he just said the N-word, like, straight up. All right, that was... Yeah, I was un- like, what? Yeah, it was... Ballsy maybe making the white guy say the N-word. It's, yeah, it's not often that you see it, so that what's... And, you know, when it happens, you're like, holy sh... What the fuck? You know, because it's not, um... You know, you're not expecting to hear it come out of, you know, a white guy. But, like... Yeah. I, I didn't dislike it, and I, I did kind of like in that bit where, you know, they're like, she, they're, um, the woman does, she's like, I think that's Wanda Sykes, is, I think, I think it's, I, I think, I'm not entirely sure, I'm just going to check that just to make sure, but how she, you know, she keeps getting upset, but her husband's like, you know what, no, I still want the food, though, because, like, it'll be, you know, like, we'll give it to you for free, and, and then he's like, yeah, sure, I'll take it, and then she's like, no, and she, you know, slaps it up, like, I did like that bit. But I also just sort of was like, okay, can we just sort of uh, move on? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And there's yeah a lot of yeah a lot of um, cameos in the second one actually that I gathered. You know, I assume he got which Kevin Smith got because he'd been making films for the past decade or so, and he met like this Ben Affleck early on in the film for just you know a brief moment, and there's. Yeah, all these other sort of people. Yeah, I don't here. remember seeing Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's very early on. He's wearing, he's got like a mustache or something, or like maybe a goatee even, and he's like, 
I don't remember what they're doing. The guys are like talking about something. Uh, let me see if I can find it. But they, they're they're talking about something, and he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't be talking about that at work or something like that." Yeah, he's just like, I think he's just staring at him. Yeah, he, he says something like that. Is um, I, I did like that. I will say I do like that the second one. They sort of moved to a different location because I feel like we've talked about most of this. I mean, I've talked about most of what I wanted to touch on with this film. Um, I I did like in the second one that the, they moved the location. I kind of appreciated that they were more like they decided to do it at a fast uh, at, at a fast food place. I kind of like that more, and I think having a new location is interesting, but. Again, they don't do enough with it, and like, yeah, like we mentioned, the jokes and that they just go on for too long, and I just sort of am like, okay, can we just get to the point? Can we just finish this and get on to the ending? You know, something, something, something that I didn't get, especially with the second place, is that uh, how dead it was. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it... a fast food restaurant. There was like no one there. Like what? Like yeah. they literally like, and then like the 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 Sheila. Right, the um, I forgot her name is the manager or whatever. I imagine she's the manager. Uh, the, Becky, I think. The it one is? he gets. Res- yeah, Becky. Bit, right, she's Rosario getting. Dawson, she's, yeah. she's getting um smashed. Right, like she's doing like a rush. Right, mm-hmm. she's getting smashed. But there's like four customers. It's like what? Yeah, exactly. And she's like stressing out. It's like no. And also, it's that kind of thing because I've I've seen enough fast food places, but they take the order. But there's still people who like sort of leave, and I presume they hadn't ordered. Which is like I don't think that's how it works. It usually is like you take all the orders and then you just like we take the orders and then there's people making them and then yeah you take them as as like they make them as you take the next order you know yeah exactly yeah it um I think for the first one it's fine not having a whole lot of people there because it's you know sort of a back you know it's sort of a small like convenience store you're probably not going to get a whole lot of people in but it also felt like that convenience store was more busy than the fast food restaurant. Oh, yeah, no, like, they, that scene, yeah, like I mentioned before with the guy who's trying to convince these people to just stop smoking, which I did like mm. that, actually, and he's revealed to be, like, a gum salesman or something, like, or he's being sponsored by gum. Yeah. Brand. I liked that, I thought that was a good bit, but, Definitely. and, you know, like, there's the part where, like, a little girl walks in and she buys cigarettes and then leaves, which is like, all right, that's, yeah. And, yeah, I kind of think it would have been more funny if the second one, there was just customers coming in all the time, but Randall was just, like, not doing anything. He was, like, just talking to the... Yeah, they would literally, like, customers were just there the entire time, and he was just ignoring them. I think that could have been, like, a funny bit, like, a reoccurring joke, that he's just ignoring customers. Yeah. And it could have you... been, like, a thing, like, you could just say, I'll get back to you in a second, right? And just, like, 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 then they go on the go-kart trip, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, they could have done like, a lot more. Like, that could have been funny. Yeah, but uh, uh, I've got sort of one final thing to touch on uh, for the second one before I get ready to wrap this up is, yeah, the whole pregnancy in the second one, like, it, it just sort of comes, yeah, out of nowhere, and again, I don't really think it's necessary, it's, it's... Yeah, like, she knew for the whole day, didn't have any sort of, didn't hint at it at all. 
Yeah, there's no sort of, you know, like, we don't have a scene with her, like, you know, throwing up at any point, or she's got, like, a weird craving. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Or she, yeah, or she could have, like, there could have been even, like, a thing where they could have hinted at maybe she, I don't know, because they seem to do a lot of things at the fucking restaurant. She could have had, like, a pregnancy test in, like, the bin at the restaurant or something. Yeah, and they're like, and they could, like, oh. kind of hand over to it. Yeah, and like, like, oh, because then, you know. Yeah, they could have had a bit like, oh, a customer took a pregnancy test in here, let's see what it says, and like, oh. It was and it, positive, you know, like, it was, it, you know, someone... Yeah, but then it pays off, then you find out, oh, it was actually her pregnancy test. Yeah, like, exactly, and they don't really do anything with it. It just sort of comes out of nowhere. Again, sort of like her and Dante having a thing, like, yeah, he's, you know, doing her nails or something. Like, yeah, that was a bit strange. That was a bit that was weird. A bit weird. Like, I, think it, I think it's like a callback to the first one, though, how he does his missus nails in that one. Yeah, that's what any smells like, nail polish or whatever they say in the first one, I think. No, he smells like shoe polish because he had to write, use shoe polish to write the sign to say, we're, we're open, I swear, because the, the shutters were closed, were blocked oh, off by right. gum. Oh, that's right, yeah. That's right, he uses shoe polish to write the sign because the shutters are closed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then the ending, yeah, and the second one ends with them opening up their own. They reopen the convenience store they had at the um, that because it gets burnt down at the end of the first one, at the end of the second, at the beginning of the second one, sorry, rather. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot more to say with these films. Honestly, I feel, I feel like I've t- I've covered most of it. Uh, so what would you put as a rating for both of these films? Put a rating? Yeah, out of 10. Uh, both, of them, both of them combined, I'd probably give them about like a 4 out of 10. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? A 1 out of 10? A 4 out of 10. And I, wasn't a, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a big fan of them, I'll be honest. Uh, so like, in, so like, what would you give them individually? Like Individually, i give the first one probably like a 5 and the, uh, the second one probably like a, a 4. Ooh, wow, that is. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't a big enjoyer. Um, would I watch them again? Um, you know, if it's like, it'd be like the kind of thing. You know, uh, I don't know. It'd be like a. Uh, you, you're watching it while you're watching. Wait for the. You know, while you're waiting. Like, you know, you'd be like watching a movie on one channel. You'd skip to the other channel while the ads are on to watch that one, just to skip back to the other one. You know what I mean? Hmm. I feel like, like I wouldn't like. Yeah, these kinds of movies actually. They seem like something you could actually watch if you were drunk, because there isn't really, or like, high, like, I feel like you could get enjoyment if you were under the influence of something, because they're not really story-driven films. Mm. Wow, okay, that's a lower rating than I was expecting, but you were... Really? Yeah. I don't know, I, I, I guess it makes sense, you were pretty negative. I was thinking, like, maybe a six or something for now, um... Uh, I got uh, sorted. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. So I'd give the first film um, uh, possibly a generous um, eight out of ten, and I'd give the second one really. Yeah. I um. I don't know. I I did get. I did get something out of it though. I did enjoy it. And fair enough. Each their own. I did. Um. I I do. The thing is, I did find it funny, and I did find it funnier than you did. I guess, which is sort of. Yeah, part of it, I think. I, 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 that's fair enough, though. If you like a comedy and you don't find it funny, I think that's pretty fair to not be a fan of a comedy if it's, if you don't find it funny. I think that's pretty reasonable. Hmm. 
and I'd give the second one a very generous 7 out of 10. Um, wow. Righto. Yeah. They're definitely not films I'm I'm going to be rushing back to watch, though. No, yeah. Um, and, but yeah, we've got Clerks 3 coming out this week. I mean, I'll probably see it, because I don't see <laughs> why not. I mean, you've watched it. We've, you've watched the other two. You know, might as well, yeah, might I'm as well right. finish it off. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm just sort of looking at how it's been received. So it's currently got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, so lower than uh, the first two. So it's definitely not been received as well. Yeah, it comes out on Tuesday. Actually, it's already been released at I think a few festivals, but it's. Um, I don't think there's a, re- a release date here, though, in Australia, so I don't know when I'll be seeing this. Yeah. But I figured, um, I, I, there doesn't seem to be, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I don't know why, I, I, I thought you might have got, you might have enjoyed these films, if I'm being honest, I thought you would have gotten something um, out of them. Well, I think, I think I would have, they made more, like, retail jokes and stuff, stuff that I could relate to, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Um, I probably, I don't know. That's pretty much my overall rating. That's pretty much uh, it's me done. Yeah. I don't really have much to add. We finally spoke everything. Yeah. Because you know. they're not films with a whole lot of plot and not even a whole lot to talk about, really. I. Um, yeah, not a lot of substance to the to the sh- to the movies. Yeah. Thank you for cool. joining me uh, for this week's episode. I think we definitely disagreed. I think this is probably the most we've disagreed. On definitely. A film that we've done today i think like i'm trying to think like no we, we were more or less in agreement on everything else we've covered today um yeah actually yeah i, I think this is the because this is the first time i've rather enjoyed something that you've disliked because either we you know both like in 50 shades which is we all all three of us universally agreed it was terrible it was actual dog water. Which is fair enough. It is not. Uh, it is not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So go yeah. Go listen to that one. That's probably the my favorite one episode I've done to date. Honestly, I think I think we had a lot of fun with it, and I'll be yeah eventually covering the other two. Probably the second one next year for Valentine's, and then the third one for the Valentine's after that. So that'll be fun. Uh, do you have any sort of final things you want to say before we wrap this up? Uh, no, I pretty much said what I said. My said my stuff. I think I'm pretty happy with what I said. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, guys, thank you for listening uh, to this week's episode. Yeah, and check out the other ones I've done, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>